0: Blog Talk Radio A Monday warrior me mean, me Stride Today's Tom Sawyer me
1: Good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias broadcasting live from the studio of EloquenceOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. You're listening to The Power Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand, uh, Wells Fargo, Navy Federal Credit Union, Fidelity Investments, and Prudential, get a piece of the rock, if your brand were a band, uh, would you – Leave them wanting more. Think about your favorite song, your favorite movie, your favorite anything. and almost always starts with a great introduction. Does your brand provide great introductions when those people out there in the audience contact you for the first time? I went searching for great introductions this week in the banking marketplace, and you can be the judge of what I heard. I set it up as uh, someone who was 60, which I'm not. I'm not that old. A very common thing, a beneficiary on a life insurance policy. And you'll get to hear the calls and judge for yourself. And that's what we're talking about today, because without great introductions, um, there's usually nothing else that occurs. If you don't like something the first time, it's not so often that you'll go back and give those people a second chance. You listen to the calls today And you can decide if you would give these people a second chance. And again, to be fair, it's one call. They were made yesterday, and um, it's I wouldn't call it empirical. Maybe it's anecdotal, uh, but the calls do speak for themselves. Like I said, we're looking for great introductions, and um, I think the only great introduction, great. Introductions you're going to hear is the one I do every week on this show because it's me, and I've been doing it since 2010 when by the way, there were four other shows that catered to the banking and credit union marketplace, none of which are still in continuous operation and let me tell you real quickly why that is because this show was better than theirs. Simple, all right had a great introduction has a great has great content conference quality information without the expense report. And of course, the next great introductions you're going to hear are going to be provided by myself and Elizabeth Arnold, Guns N' Roses and The Who. And like I said, for the, the brands that we just mentioned, the aforementioned brands of Wells Fargo, Navy Federal Credit Union, the nation's largest credit union, Fidelity Investments and Prudential, judge for yourself. <laughs> you The period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or for evil, in the superlative degree of comparison only.
2: It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. However, little known the feelings or views of such a man may be on his first entering a neighborhood, this truth is so well fixed in the minds of the surrounding families that he is considered the rightful property of some one or other of their daughters.
1: Speaking of daughters, that is the daughter of Mark Arnold with On the Mark Strategies. Elizabeth Arnold, a millennial, recent Baylor University graduate with one of the best literary introductions ever, and that's what we're talking about today, great introductions up front, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses, A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens, and of course, in the background, Baba O'Reilly. I went in search of great introductions this week in the banking marketplace, and you can judge for yourself. I think it speaks for itself.
0: Um, hello, my name is Juan Enchirinos from Wells Fargo, just inform me that this call is being recorded and monitored. May I please have your? um, Also, do you currently bank with Wells Fargo?
1: No, ma'am, I don't.
0: Oh, okay. So I hear that you were looking into getting an account that can best help you with um, with an inheritance you're getting, right?
1: It's not an inheritance, it's just an insurance settlement.
0: Oh, an insurance settlement. Oh, okay. Now, um, are you wanting to get an account as far as a savings or like a, a CD?
1: Okay. Well, that's what I was wondering. You know, does it make more sense just to put it in a regular account? Is it, you know, enough to put in some kind of investment or brokerage? You know, I'm sixty, so it's not like, you know, I'm a young, 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 young person. I'm, I'm certainly not old, but just trying to make the trying to make the best decision. It's uh, it's certainly more money than I typically have had before. It is a death benefit. I didn't mean it's not an inheritance, but it is a death benefit.
0: Oh, okay. Um, may I ask how much is it that you're getting?
1: It'll probably be around $70,000. 70000
0: uh, Now, you have any options that you would like to do, whether if it's um, investing or, or saving it, which either, either or. Um, they, when it comes to time accounts, the interest rates are not that high. Um, but, you know, as when it comes to investing, um, I'm not sure what the... What you know, what they're running as far as right now. What they're what? And I'm not sure what their interests are running or as far as investing, how would that be will, will be like?
1: Okay, yeah. Um, well, listen, I'll tell you what. I, I just pulled up your website. I'll look through that and see what some of the okay. options are, but I do appreciate your help.
0: Oh, you're welcome, and thank you so much for coming with me. Have a great
1: day. Thank you, ma'am. Bye now. Bye-bye.
2: Thank you for calling, Navy Federal. My name is Alexis. How can I help you?
1: Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm, I don't have an account with the credit union, um, but I was curious. Uh, I'm getting a an insurance death benefit, and uh, I'm just thinking it's something more than I would just want to put in my everyday checking account. And so I'm just kind of you know perusing stuff online and calling some places to see who has the best option for this it's a little more money than i would normally be thinking about so i wasn't sure what you guys would suggest
2: absolutely i mean we do you know we would be more than happy to open something for you i do you do have to be eligible for membership with us um, with that being said has are you active duty or in the military or veteran or anything
1: i am i'm a veteran it's not of the navy it's of the army i don't know if that matters
2: no, oh, no, it doesn't matter. You're okay. So you're yep. a veteran, so that would make you yep. eligible.
0: Okay.
2: Um, so, like I said, you would have to become a member with us before we could open you an account. So right. if you wanted to establish membership, I mean, that's totally up to you. If you wanted to speak to someone, you know, regarding, like, certificates, things like that, I'm not sure what you were wanting, like, how you were wanting to put it away exactly. Like, right.
1: Yeah. Like so it would, a it would be... Account. Yeah, it's uh it's hard these days. The C D rates aren't so great. I was thinking maybe brokerage or something like that was an option, just not sure.
3: So
2: like invest it and in, I'm sorry, what is that what does that mean? Like I am young. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I just mean um I was thinking about maybe brokerage services. Okay. If the credit union has it, I'm not sure if a credit union has brokerage services. Are you saying you don't know what brokerage services are?
4: Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, then I'll tell you what. I think you've answered my question for me. Listen, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And just so you know, hey, if anybody else ever calls, brokerage services are like investments, like um, stock markets, uh, bonds, municipal bonds, um, you know, investments.
2: So I think we do offer that.
1: Wait, I'm just – I'm amazed that at the country's largest credit union, someone is answering the phone and doesn't know what a brokerage is, doesn't know what brokerage accounts are. That's just interesting. Now, if y'all don't have those, then it makes perfect sense that you wouldn't know what they are.
2: Let me just Just, double-check.
1: oh No, it's okay. I'll probably defer to the website at this point, but I I really do appreciate your help.
2: You're
3: welcome, sir. Thank
2: you so much for calling. Have a great day. Okay,
1: you too.
3: Thank you for calling Fidelity Investments. My name is Maggie Phillips, to whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with.
1: Hi, Maggie. My name is Jason. I was just actually calling to get some basic information. Um, I've, I'm going to be receiving um, an insurance benefit, a death benefit, and um, I've never really done a whole lot of investments outside of you know, work-related 401k and stuff like that, and was just mm-hmm. kind of trying to what the best option is? Um, you know, I'm 60. Uh, this will be about 75 grand, and I don't know. CD rates aren't so great right now, and right. The savings account seems like a bad idea. So I'm just kind of calling around, just you know, doing some initial um, phone work. groundwork. Yeah, I won't have a, a, a check in my hand for a, a couple of weeks, but it's something to think about.
3: Okay. Um, so I am going to go ahead and give me just a second. Get you over to our investment solutions team. So, um, do you know what type of account this is going to need to go in? Like, it's going to go in like an individual account, right?
1: It will be for me, yes. It's an individual account, okay. and sorry, I don't know if you have a brokerage accounts. My only familiarity with Fidelity is at one point in my work life, y'all were managing the 401k program that I was in.
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, so a regular brokerage account, pretty much all investments are on the table. Um, now, it, it, they're going to want to assess your risk, you know, like uh-huh. how much risk are you willing to take and things like that. But you, you know, you have a lot of resources as well on fidelity.com. Um, okay. There's things called stock screeners or mutual fund screeners.
1: I'll I don't know if you're familiar with those. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course.
3: So you can put in basically what your criteria is out of an investment, what you're looking for, whether it be, you know, dividends, monthly, or just all sorts of different qualifications, uh, and it'll spit out results to you. Now, um, they'll probably show you the retirement planning tool. That you can kind of take a look at, but if this is just, Money that you're looking to invest and kind of get some income off of. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't necessarily have to take what the retirement planning tool says would be a good investment. Does that make okay. sense? Like you, you it's, have full freedom over whatever you invest in. I guess is my point.
1: Of course. Well, I, that I knew. That I knew. It's it's okay. mine. It doesn't belong to a, an employer or anything like that. So okay. Well, listen. That's a right. good start. I'll check out the website and, um, and see what the next best logical step would be.
3: Okay, would you like me to go ahead and get you over to that team, or you want to look um, at the I'll, website first? It's you know, up to I'll, you. I'll,
1: I'll call the, I'll look at the website first. That's a good next step.
3: All right, well, if you need anything, just feel free to give us a call, okay?
1: Thank you so very kindly.
3: M- my pleasure, I hope you have a good day.
1: Yes, ma'am, you too, bye now.
4: Bye. Prudential, this is Sherry me Assist.
1: Oh, hey, Sherry. Um, I was calling. I don't have an account with Prudential right now, but I am receiving a insurance benefit, a death benefit, and um, was thinking about investments and stuff like that, and the bank rates and stuff like that aren't so great right now. So I wasn't sure what you guys had. I was just calling to find out.
4: I see. Okay. So regarding with this one, I may have to connect you over to one of our a specialist from the um, consumer solutions team uh, for you to be provided with the offers of uh, what we've got here in Prudential in terms of the policies with investments. Okay. Okay. Yes, and uh, may please have your full name.
1: Um, my first name is Jason. That's all I care to give out at this point.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. And may please have your callback number.
1: It is eight three zero. Mm-hmm. 226-3232. Thank you. And are you at a call center in the United States or in the Philippines?
4: Um, we're uh, actually located here in the Philippines.
1: That's what I thought.
4: Mm-hmm. So uh, please stay in the line while I connect you over, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Uh, please stay in, in the line in moment.
1: Thank you, now. Let's talk this over indeed. I made those calls on the 18th – excuse me, the 19th of July, Thursday, July 19th in the year of our Lord, 2018 in the 10 o'clock hour Central Standard Time. So I don't think it was like peak time really for any of those brands. Uh, First call to Wells Fargo, the second to Navy Federal Credit Union, the third to Fidelity, and the fourth to Prudential. First and foremost, the winner, hands down, has got to be Fidelity. Uh, they sounded the best. Um, it was the call I could hear the best. You know, you heard me asking about Filipino call centers, which is very regular. Um, I grew up on a, almost a direct midpoint between Randolph Air Force Base and Fort Sam Houston down near San Antonio, Texas. And in that military community, we had a tremendous number of servicemen who had married – Filipino women, and, and that was not uncommon. So I, I picked up on that accent right away on Prudential, but I think I might have all, all also have spoken to somebody from the Philippines in that first call to Wells Fargo. In every situation except for Navy and Fidelity, what you heard on the calls was when I was passed on to like the next level. Hey, we're gonna let you speak to a personal banker. We'll let let you speak to somebody who knows more about what you're talking about. They all had voice directed uh, menus. I didn't have to push any buttons, which I cannot do when I'm in the studio format. When I make a call out from the studio, I don't have a dial pad in front of me in the conventional sense. I can't press one for English or uh two for espanol, and they all had voice directed stuff let's let's go in order just to be fair. Wells Fargo I could not understand most of what the lady was saying i I think maybe they were at a at an overseas call center. I really had a hard time understanding them, but you would note you would note the for profit Wells Fargo was the first to ask me, I think, about the amount. They asked me the amount of the um, inheritance or the, the death benefit in this particular case. The, the way it was set up, it was I was 60 years old. I was inheriting any between 60 and $75,000. It was kind of a new place for me to be. And, um, and none of that was true. I'm not, I'm not 60, I'm not that old. I, do, I have not had anybody in my immediate family who has died recently. But this is a very common situation, and the reason you see insurance commercials when you're watching television and football games and sporting events and stuff is because there's a tremendous marketplace for that. I honestly thought Prudential was going to do the best, and we'll talk about them in just a second. But um, Wells Fargo, terrible, terrible sound quality. That feedback that you can hear on the early part of that call, that's not me. When I call out of the studio feed here, it is all my volumes and all my audio is balanced perfectly, Uh, great internet connection, hardwired connection when I do this show. Uh, Wells Fargo just – I don't know. Uh, With what we know about Wells Fargo, I guess I should assume they've already opened an account in my name without my consent and will be charging me. Fees and other unrelated charges for stuff I've never done. Um, Oh, wait, no, they're reestablished. So I talked to the reestablished Wells Fargo bank brand on Thursday. And uh, great introduction? Eh, I wouldn't call it great. I would not call it great. Up next was Navy and the biggest eye-opener of the entire thing, the entire show, the entire series of calls. I should tell you, those four calls took over 30 minutes to make. I edited out all the on-hold music. I edited out all the um, first-level person that kind of qualified me. Navy was one of the brands that I got straight to the person. I called the number, and one of their call center reps answered. And uh, on the plus side, she did qualify me. Alexis qualified me. Hey, can you even be a member of the credit union? I mean, we don't care how much money you have. You could have $70 million dollars. And if you can't join the credit union, what that, I thought that was great. That was good. On the downside, um, once I was qualified, we found out that the largest credit union in America, a credit union that can afford Super Bowl ads, a credit union that I suggested we should piggyback on for a national branding campaign the next time they do a Super Bowl ad, if you can't join Navy Federal Credit Union, join a credit union in a small town or a city near you. Okay. A young lady, by her own admission, she said, I'm young, answering the phones at the nation's largest, largest credit union, did not know what brokerage meant, a brokerage account. That was an eye-opener. That was an eye-opener. And anyway, it's one call on one day. They, thousands of calls go in the Navy every single day. But when I set up this show, I put down what my motivation was going to be. I was going to be this fake 60-year-old guy that was inheriting 60 to $75,000. And I wrote in the notes, and I, in the picture, the, the notes I put um, on a slide that I was sending up to the Cooperative Credit Union Association about listens to our, to our podcast. I was just making notes on it. Um, I, said, I asked the question, who is answering the phone. It probably is somebody young, entry-level spot at a lot of credit unions, a millennial. And and she said, I'm young. What what is brokerage? Big eye-opener. Again, without a doubt, Fidelity best call. Best call quality. Best call voice. First impressions. Again, in that musical vernacular, a melody in your voice, something that I wanted to keep listening to. Without a doubt, Fidelity. Had it. And I believe Fidelity was also the one. Like I said, I edited out a lot of the on-hold time. Um, one of the things that they mentioned in their on-hold messages was voice recognition um, in terms of if I call and say my name is Jason so-and-so and I want to check into my brokerage account, they will, they will authenticate me based upon the sound of my voice. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. But without a doubt… Fidelity had the best introduction in this show about introductions, and then finally Prudential. Ugh, like I said, I grew up in a military community. I can spot a Filipino accent, however many miles away it is from New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, to Manila in the PI, the Philippine Islands. In on my best day, even if this even if this were real. I gave her a fake phone number. I wouldn't give her my full name because think about it. If you were dealing with real money, sixty to $70,000 in money that could dramatically change your life, are you going to give it to somebody answering phones in the Philippines? I'm not going to, and I didn't. So that introduction, I should say, this. like I said, this show took almost 35 minutes between all the hold time and all the terrible, terrible elevator music and stuff like that. Uh, if pr- I thought Prudential was going to do the best. Uh, I've got family members that made a lot of money working for Prudential insurance. And if you go look at Prudential online, you'll see it's not just insurance, not just get a piece of the rock, it's get a piece of the rock for your insurance, your banking, your investments, everything, everything. And, and I thought they were going to be the ones to kind of offer me, hey, we've got annuities, we've got... Uh, cash value life insurance policies. They started with a call center in the Philippines. I get that if it's cost effective to kind of qualify people there, and you could hear she was doing that. She was qualifying me, and um, but I didn't get to the next level because by that time, and I edited out almost six minutes of on hold time with Prudential, and so I gave up on them. I, if, if I'm being honest and saying I didn't even really get to Prudential's true first impression, their stateside first impression, final takeaway, big takeaway. If this does happen to me someday, and based upon American lifespans, it will. I hope it doesn't happen anytime soon, but I know it will. If my father passes away and I have to deal with uh, an insurance inheritance or something like that, uh, based upon this experience today, I'm certainly not gonna use the phone. I will I will absolutely one hundred percent go talk to somebody in person. And that is my question to all of you today. If if your call center would you be comfortable getting that call today? Would you be convinced that your call center could handle that call today. It's not unrealistic for somebody to call up and say, hey, I came into some money from an insurance policy or the sale of a home or or something like that, or I'm changing jobs, my 401k, I'm cashing it out. It happens all the time. That's why every call center I call today was busy. I, I, I did not, except for Fidelity, um, nobody answered that phone the first time I got passed on to somebody. Um, and I think Navy was the other one. It, just, it, it rang a couple times. You've got a five-minute wait. I edited out all that stuff. No big deal. People expect to wait a lot of times in what is considered the financial industry or the service industry. But um, what sticks out for me is that, to me, this proves that even if someday the conventional call center goes away, where even the biggest brands don't have hundreds of people spread around the country and, of course, and obviously in the South Pacific, in the Philippines, answering calls from members and customers and first-time potential members and customers, um, people like me are going to want to go talk to somebody in person. And so if you've been to a conference session that says, oh, the brick-and-mortar branch is going away someday, I don't believe that. I believe in 2025 and 2030, there will still be physical branches representing banking, insurance, and brokerage brands. Not in spite of what I heard today, but because of it. When things really matter, you want to look someone in the eye, you want to shake someone's hand, you want to have a real thoughtful conversation about things that have a tremendous impact on your life your faith, your family, your finances. Serious business. I went in search of a great introduction today, and I didn't find one. And it's an eye-opener. It really, really is. Again, hey, thank you again um, to Elizabeth Arnold for reading that Jane Austen opening. Uh, We're going to have her on the show next week talking about what it's like for a millennial to come into the contemporary banking marketplace because we love talking about generational things. We love talking about performance, and today was a great example. Great example. Um, If you had a mom like mine, at some point she told you you never get a second chance to make a great first impression. Man, we heard that today. Hey, my name is Jason Dias, broadcasting live from the studio of eloquentonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas Republic thereof. And until next we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. The, 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 that's all, folks.